opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome to Speaking Out for the Blind. I'm Brian McCallan. KFVS-TV reports that the Lighthouse for the Blind in St. Louis, Missouri, recently offered an exciting cooking class for kids as part of the agency's Southeast Kids in Action, or SECIA program. Here to talk about the class and SECIA program are Southeast Kids in Action coordinator Aaron Brewer and student Kaylee Couch. Welcome to the show, everybody. Hi, Brian. Good to see you. How are you? I'm good. How are you both doing? Good. Well, first off, Erin, Kaylee, tell us, tell us all about yourselves. You go first. Okay, I'll go first. My name's Erin Brewer. Um, I'm a TBI and comms in Southeast Missouri. I've been a TBI and comms for about 16 years now. Um, I have moved around and I worked on the West Coast and Hawaii and now I'm in awesome Southeast Missouri with a wonderful group of kids um, like Miss Kaylee Couch sitting right next to me. Hi. <laughs> Tell us about you. Um, I'm a freshman at Sykeston High School. I come from a large, very supportive family and I'm surrounded by amazing people that make everything that I do very possible. Hmm. Very possible indeed. Erin, what's the Lighthouse for the Blind in St. Louis all about? So the Lighthouse for the Blind is, it's a nonprofit organization and they provide employment opportunities and services for basically anybody in Missouri who's visually impaired. Um, they employ uh, people who are visually impaired in their manufacturing. They manufacture a bunch of different products. I'm not 100% sure of everything. Um, but you can go to their website and check that out. Um, and then they use those pr proceeds from the production of those products and also from donations to fund um, these programs called See the Future. And they were started in 2005 by um, the Lighthouse for the Blind president, John Thompson, who is fantastic. And a lot of these programs under See the Future um, are community outreach programs, for that offer assistance to students with visual impairments and they cover the like a large spectrum of services they do technology they were um, activities of daily living recreational camps um, there's a space camp that kaylee's been to they provide scholarships they have low vision clinics um, they have braille programs and adaptive wow. living programs they just have a long that, laundry that's a list lot. Of everything yeah. But what's this Lighthouse's Southeast Kids in Action program? So we're just one of 16 programs that is funded by the Lighthouse for the Blind in St. Louis. Um, we're the newest program. Um, we got our start right as COVID hit. <laughs> so it was really good timing. Um, but we're a recreational and developmental group um, for kids aged 18, 8 to 18. And we do fun community-based activities that focus on building friendships, developing social skills, and increasing independence. Um, and we, our group promotes awareness of community activities that maybe um, kiddos 
with visual impairment might not seek out um, on their own. So we've done events like tennis, golf, canoeing, pottery, aerial arts, and cooking. And we're about to do a self-defense class. Um, but overall, the program just provides an opportunity to have fun and bond, really. So how did you decide to start the program and this cooking class, though, for blind kids like Kaylee? <laughs> well, um, I can't take all the credit because we do have a similar program that runs over in Springfield on the southwest side of Missouri. But um, in the southeast Missouri, we're pretty rural. Um, you know, there's some areas that have a bigger population, but most all the kids um, are from smaller school districts where they may be the only kid with a visual impairment in the district. And so, you know, they may have never met another kid with a visual impairment, even their age or younger or older. And so this group allows them to come together and share experiences and just know that they're not the only ones. And as a, a TBI in comms for the last 16 years, I've always tried to do little small social groups with my own students out in the community, but you know, that usually comes out of my own pocket and it usually has to be a smaller group, maybe two to three. But um, this program allows me to have a wider reach and actually funding that's not coming out of my own pocket to do these big events. And um, without the Lighthouse for the Blind, you know, I'd still be doing my little weekend lessons with just one or two kids. And, um, but this just allows us to reach more kids and to share more of our um, experiences with everybody. Well, Kaylee, how did you and your friends decide to participate in the program? Um, well, Miss Erin had brought it up to me and I, you know, I was just like, oh yeah, that, that's a good idea. And then she asked me if I wanted to do it. And I was just like, sure. Because <laughs> no experiences, new people, just sort of something fun I, to do. I kind of bribed her a little <laughs> she, bit. She kind of... <laughs> she kind of like I don't want to say made me do it but <laughs> she uh, I did I did you, Ryan. you did between her and my mom it was <laughs> she didn't need too much convincing but no I mean I try to be pretty go with the flow and that I was just like okay sure whatever <laughs> <laughs> all right we got to talk about this really fun cooking class here what food did you learn to make um, we learned to make meatballs and some type of noodles. <laughs> I don't remember what they're called. I'm you thinking made... you must be thinking of spaghetti with meatballs. Is that <laughs> oh, right? Yeah, Aaron? maybe. Oh, <laughs> yes, maybe. That's right. And they made it all from scratch. scratch. Yes. Oh, that's how I love my spaghetti and meatballs. I'm half <laughs> Italian, so I know oh. spaghetti and meatballs well. Yum, oh, well, yum, we... yum. In we fact, I may some have some for dinner tonight. You just gave me a good idea. So <laughs> how, how Kaylee, did you learn to make the pasta and meatballs blind? I'm sure you must have used a lot of hot water and pasta and meatballs. <laughs> well, what, what, what was your least favorite part about cooking? Um, I hated touching everything. <laughs> <laughs> because like, it's, it's a texture thing. And so, like, certain textures just, 
I don't like. <laughs> but she did it. She I, I did. Uh, not very happily, but I did it. Did um, you put lots you of did... Parmesan cheese on it? Usually you guys put Parmesan cheese in the meatballs. Um, but the coolest thing was, I think, uh, the pasta, where they got to roll it out and use the uh, machine. Because the, the owner of the restaurant that we did the cooking class with is from... Italy and he had a very heavy accent and very exuberant about cooking and teaching and it was just a lot of fun. Fabuloso. Well, um, uh, did you use one of those electric pasta makers or was it one of those where you got to turn the crank? Okay. It was a crank one. Yeah. Okay. So. The crank one. Yeah, yes. my family and I have used the crank one to make raviolis with it. You get some, uh, put you 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 crank out the dough into those squares. You roll them up, and then you put some ground beef and a uh, little uh, spinach in each little ravioli, and then cook that them up. Delicious. They are delicious. Yeah. So how? So Kaylee, how's being blind not stopped you? From participating in the Secchia program and just enjoying the good parts of life. Well, I was born blind. I have optic nerve hypoplasia, which means that my optic nerve, instead of getting bigger, it got smaller. So it reduced my vision a lot. And so I've never really known a life with vision. And I just think that, you know, we were all put here for a reason and whether you know we know the reason or not I think it's really important to make the most of what you've been given and um I don't think that you know minor things like not being able to see should like be the reason that you can't do things there's so many other ways that you can do things and I think it's really important to embrace the differences about yourself and to educate other people who might be like unaware or just don't quite understand. And Kaylee, you're definitely not alone. You know, you've got many other peers out there who are also blind mm -hmm. and friends and classmates, which, you know, mm -hmm. I, I think, I think that just fuels a sense of togetherness. And um, uh, now um, uh, Aaron, do you yes. think the experiences in the program teach the, the kids those very important independence and life skills? And how uh, does it do just that? I think, I mean, I value academics because first and foremost, I'm a teacher. Um, but with the expanded core curriculum and kids with visual impairments, I think that is just as important. As, um, I think that... This program opens the door to new opportunities to many of these kids. Um, they get to gain confidence by conquering maybe some fears of doing new things that may be out of their comfort zone. Um, and like you said, they get to see others like them doing something that maybe they never thought, oh, I can do that too. If they're doing it, I can do it. So they get inspired by each other. They inspire each other. Yeah. And I think it's like being able to do things that you didn't think you could do or being able to do things that you couldn't do before because of limitations of just specific people that, you know, said you could or couldn't. Yeah. So. And I think that they're building their confidence. They're also showing the world what 
they can do. Like, don't underestimate me. You know, that's Kaylee's motto of life is, oh, you tell me I can't. Okay. Watch this. <laughs> I don't like being told I can't. do <laughs> <laughs> Um, now, um, so the Zekia program more than just is, is about more than just cooking. Okay. Yes. There, yes. There's lots of different activities being offered every month. What are they? Um, Kaylee, do you want to tell them ones that we've done in the past? Like what's been your favorite one we've done? Um, I really liked the aerial arts one that we did. We got to, it kind of reminded me of like the circus mm -hmm. <laughs> and it required me to do no touching anything that had texture. And <laughs> so I was a very happy camper. Um, we got to do the, what are the, the hoop things? What are oh, the uh, Lyral hoops and the trapeze. And there is like, Something else it kind of reminded me of a hammock. I don't remember what built. Yeah, yeah. Silk. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it was really fun. And I think it gave the whole like the group as a whole an idea of like what people in circus related activities do because we really can't see what they do. So I think being able to experience it gave us a better idea of like what we hear about and all the things that people say are so fun we got the experience so now this gives us a better understanding of what mm -hmm. is going on yeah and brian i think that some of the other activities we've done in the past we've done tennis uh, we did that with our uh, local university um, um tennis team and they were amazing we did golf with the golf pro we've done canoeing um pottery um, yeah, the pottery was fun the pottery was interesting yeah. it was yeah it was it was fun everybody's creations turned out really cute yeah so we just like to vary all the activities because you know some people might be strong sports and like that's their interests and other people are not so we try to hit a lot of different things so that it just and it's a wide variety of experiences so you might be like hardcore dead set on sports and you might try something different and be like oh well that's fun mm -hmm. so it's like just a wide variety of like doing different things and experiencing. So was this miniature golf or was this regular golf on a oh, big golf course? Big golf course. Yeah. Whoa. We don't do anything mini. <laughs> we, we get funding now. We can do big stuff. So yeah, we have a golf pro. Um, and really what's been amazing is how much our community has um, supported us um, to sorry so forwarded us to and like hey i got this idea how about we try this and and they come up with a common penning like how do you know where the you know the hole is so like we used a sound um source and then even like a just a two by four by the hole that if it went past it they heard it and so they could kind of localize where the ball was going so just some great um people in our area um helping the kids to just experience everything possible and become the next set of tiger woods perhaps uh, oh yeah we definitely have had every event we come out of i've had at least one or two kids say 
oh my gosh, that was so fun. I think I'm going to go get private lessons. And like, even like the aerial arts, you know, they um, teach those kind of classes. And I've had a couple of kids say like, oh, I want to sign up for a, a session. And so, you know, it just opens the doors to maybe things that they maybe couldn't afford to go to or didn't even know existed out there. So um, it's just, it's a great program. <laughs> it sure is. Sounds like a lot of fun. Um, we are we're yeah. a national radio station. We've even got listeners all around the world. Are you aware of any other similar programs for kids in other locations outside of St. Louis? Well, so my program's about two hours, two hours south of St. Louis. Um, there's a bunch of programs in St. Louis with the Lighthouse Wood Line. There's one um, across the state in the Springfield area. But other than Missouri, I'm not aware of. Um, we have Lighthouse for the Blind is just so supportive and the president, John Thompson, is that is his goal in life. He wants these kids to experience life, learn the independence so that when they get out in adult life, it's just normal for them to be like, well, that's how I do it. And this is where I do it. And this is how, what kind of help I need or I don't need any help. So. Um, but yeah, I don't know of any specific programs around the US, but I would love to inspire some states to get these programs out there because it is invaluable um, to have this in our area. This show might do it. So this is wonderful, yeah, everyone. I love it. How might our listeners sign up for the program? So, you know, if they're in the Southeast Missouri area, very small area, they can definitely go to lhbindustries.com and check out our programs. If they're in Missouri, they can check out all the different 16 programs um, that See the Future funds and um, uh, is funded by Lighthouse. And then also the Lighthouse takes donations to fund these programs. So if anybody's interested, they could uh, go to lhbindustries.com and check out our donate button. All right. Is there anything else that you both would like to add? Um, you know, I just want to thank you, first of all, for um, reaching out to us and um, offering this opportunity to get our um, program uh, out there. And then I just would love to thank Lighthouse for the Blind. This would not be um, uh, possible without them. And then we have some amazing volunteers, Steve and Miss Kara, and we really couldn't do it without them. I, I just kind of like direct the boat and then they help me like make sure everybody's getting fed and, <laughs> um, and staying in line and crossing streets and getting in and out of the vehicles. And so it's a group effort, definitely a group effort. <laughs> and I would just like to, most importantly, I'd like to thank the kids it takes and village. it does take a village <laughs> and their parents. I mean, a lot of these kids, they drive a couple hours just to come to these programs. Um, because they are the only one maybe in their school district. Um, and so I'd like to thank the parents and especially the kids for being open. Now to that's their parents actually driving them, right? <laughs> yeah, their parents are bringing them. <laughs> I mean, some of them might try. <laughs> like Miss Kaylee. Um, if we ever get self-driving cars. Oh, we can, I can't wait. That's going to be life-changing. <laughs> 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 well, Aaron and Kaylee, we hope you both encourage blind kids to live happy and healthy lives. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, Brian. Thanks.
You both are very welcome. Before we go, listeners, I welcome your comments on this program. Just visit and like me on Facebook at Speaking Out for the Blind or follow me on Twitter at Speak Out Blind or Speak Out for the Blind. You can also check out my website. That's speakingoutfortheblind.weebly.com. More information on today's show is posted there. Just look under the list of episodes and show news tab. My show archive is at acbradio.org speaking dash out dash four dash dash blind. Please note that there is a link located at the top half of the page and below the heading that says Home Speaking Out for the Blind, where you can subscribe to the podcast feed and listen to Speaking Out for the Blind shows, ranging from episode 94 to the present. You may also access the podcast feed at speaking-out-4-blind.pinecast.co. That's all for this edition of Speaking Out for the Blind. Thanks for listening, and remember to speak out. Here at ACB Radio Mainstream, we are always working to improve the quality of our programming. If you have any feedback about anything you have heard here on ACB Radio Mainstream, please let us know by sending an email to support at acbradio.org. That's support at acbradio.org. You are listening to ACB Radio Mainstream, connecting the blind community. Remember BPI? Oh yeah, Blind LGBT Pride International. They're a special interest affiliate of ACB. Yes, they are the ones doing all these cool things at convention. Guess what they're up to now? Do tell. Their own show. It's called Pride Connection. That's great, but what if I'm not a part of the LGBT community? This is a show for everyone. Actually, non-LGBT and non-disabled folks are known as allies, and they are a huge portion of BPI's membership. Everyone is welcome. So what kinds of topics can I expect from Pride Connection? Fun and relevant topics for everyone, from blindness to LGBT education, technology to advocacy. So when will Pride Connection take place? Every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Be sure to tune in so we can all connect and learn while having fun. Pride Connection on On ACB ACB Radio Radio Mainstream. This is Cindy Van Winkle, Membership Services Coordinator. If you are not already part of the ACB family, you can join us by going to acb.org or call us at 612-332-3242 and we'll help you join our community. California, Florida, Iowa, Texas, guide dog users, students, IT professionals, government employees. The American Council of the Blind has members in all 50 states and is actively engaged in a wide variety of activities. We advocate for the education, employment, and social inclusion of all blind and visually impaired Americans. We publish a monthly magazine. We hold an annual conference and convention and operate a multi-channel internet radio station. Check us out at acb.org. Together, we can do anything. You're listening to ACB Radio Mainstream. Learn more about us at our website, www.acbradio.org.